Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, Gargamel. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror. The ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, I talk about when I was a kid all the time on this show, and this is no different. Because when I was a kid, I loved playing with my little action figures from Starcom. All I wanted to do was zip around space and have magnets on my shoes that made me stick to the planes and the spaceships and whatnot. But I didn't realize that space travel would be so hard. And this week's guest kind of filled me in on all that, and also what will and will not survive in space. So, do you are you a big horror fan, or do you like? Um, not really. Yeah, actually, I, I like certain horror movies. Uh-huh. I'm kind of I, I like kind of artsy. Oh God, it sounds so pretentious. I kind of like artsy <laughs> once. You know? man, it sounds great. But I, it's not pretentious if you actually like them. Um, like I really like It Follows. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Of, out of that I've ever seen. Yeah, probably. Um, and yeah, certain ones I'll see that I that I really like. But I never really got into it as a kid. My parents didn't like really show me any movies. So I just kind of like when I was a kid, I was like, why would I watch something scary? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm dealing with enough shit. Yeah. Anything else. I actually I, I almost forgot about this. I actually met George Romero once. Really? Because my aunt was friends with him, him and his wife. That And he's a Pittsburgh guy, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's from Pittsburgh. My aunt used to work in TV. And she like knew him through working with him at the when he was working at the TV station, I guess. That's awesome. And when I, I didn't like really appreciate or grasp it fully because I was like 10, but we went right. over to my aunt's house and like George Romero was there having dinner. Get out of here. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, I did. I, I, before Sorry, we, I, I want to hear the rest of it, please. I'm talking to Alex. Say hi, Alex. Introduce yourself, Alex. Because I didn't. Hi, know. my name is Alex Tapula. I'm yeah. from Pittsburgh. Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't do that. <laughs> no, Alex didn't no live worries. In no worries. Uh, so he w- uh, he was friends with your aunt. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I just went over that one time. I was like, oh, that's uh, that's him. Totally, like, yeah, just wasted on a kid. Yeah, and I why would you know who he was? Yeah, like, I had, you know no, I had I mean? no idea. Like, I wasn't into horror. Yeah, I told people. I and it never like to me. It wasn't. It didn't. It was just like oh, that's my my aunt's friend. Yeah, and I, I remember I told a, a college roommate that one time who was like really into horror. He lost his shit. He's that's like, incredible. you fucking met George. <laughs> <laughs> Your aunt. I didn't. Me. I don't think I watched Night of the Living Dead till I was like twenty eight. Oh really? It was really good. I liked it. It's a lot. it's a really good movie, man. Yeah, it's really good. Even his later stuff afterwards, I really enjoy. I just, and I don't know if it's the novelty that it's George Romero or not, but I like it. It was he's cool. Yeah. Is there? There's a statue of him in Pittsburgh, isn't there? I I don't know offhand. I know there's a Mister Rogers statue. That's a little different, I guess. But yeah, is was it true? Was he a Marine sniper? Who, Mister Rogers? I don't think so. Because the the story that I heard was that he was a Marine sniper, and the reason he wore sweaters because he was all inked up on his arms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. But it is might that be. not true? Do you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Nate? No, it's probably something I should know, but I, yeah, I feel like you got there. Like there's something nefarious going on with that guy. Yeah. That's amazing. There's, there's some darkness behind. Right. There's eyes. gotta be right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can't be that nice and that sweet no, without so, having oh, yeah. a little bit of darkness to you. Was, yeah. He was, you know what? He was probably a Marine sniper. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, yeah. let's just tell everybody he was a Marine yeah. sniper. And then I know I've never actually been to the Monroeville mall, which is where they shot the first, what day of the dead. Uh, yeah. But, Dawn of the dead. 
Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. This is a horror podcast and I should know those things. But uh, hey, man. Uh, I grew up because I grew up like in a different part of the suburbs. That's like an hour from me. But I guess that when they remodeled it, they left like a little portion of a bridge. Oh, really? Intact as a, like an, a tribute well, I imagine to the as movie. a kid, like especially growing up around there. Like, why? Why yeah, would you do it? I, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just a mall. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, just a, yeah. It's just. Yeah. But I know it was like a Mecca for people to visit. Yeah. Just to check it out from that movie. People go nuts for that stuff, man. Yeah. People go nuts for that stuff. I like all the the cosplayers and stuff too that you know really deck themselves out. Our buddy Tommy does a lot of that, like prop building and and whatnot. It's a lot of effort. It is, man. It's like a full time job. Yeah, I can. I don't think I like anything that much. To, I, yeah, I don't know do what it. I would do that for. I think I bought like a Tiger's jersey, and that's that's technically cosplay. Yeah, right? I guess yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I'm dressing up as a baseball player. Yeah, you got a Penguins and a Steelers jersey. So, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Oh, the Penguins. Oh, uh, yes. Are you a big hockey guy? Yeah, yeah. I, I I like sports, not as much as I used to when I was younger. Yeah, but we I had mean, a little good rivalry there with the Wings and the Penguins for a couple of years. Yeah, you know, actually, I I was doing shows in Flint a couple years ago, and I love Flint. Like for, I mean, I've done great shows there. Yeah, and people like yelled at me. It was it was while they were playing the Sharks in the 2016 finals. The Penguins were. Oh yeah people yelled at me for wearing a penguins jersey they <laughs> and then some dude came up to me and he's like i hate the penguins so much for beating the red wings in the 2009 finals and i was like do you remember what happened the year before like <laughs> yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah. I mean, we traded off yeah that doesn't matter i, I still hate them <laughs> i saw uh i think this is right i saw mccartney and i love i'm a big beatles guy mm-hmm. and he pulled out this acoustic guitar and he had a red wing sticker on it and really I lost my mind i was like that's so cool but then he had a Pittsburgh Penguin sticker on it too, and I got mad. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> those, why? You can't have both." Those the only two stickers. On yeah, it? apparently those were the only two stickers they could find to put on his guitar. What a weirdo! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a weird thing to have, especially a guy from Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was yeah those two years because we did the Hosa swap. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god, people in Pittsburgh hated him. Oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, and, and now he, he's retiring. Yeah, and he won. How many? He won. He won several with the Blackhawks. He right? got. He got three in Chicago. Jeez, so he won that cup chase. Oh, those are the only ones he won because he lost with Pittsburgh and then he lost with Detroit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. When we, yeah, when the Wings beat the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. The Wings beat the Penguins and he came to Detroit and the Penguins beat the Wings. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate that guy so much. I'm sure he's nice, but I can't. It drives me nuts. The optics weren't great. No, it was not. No, it was not. It was terrible. Uh, Aside from horror, I guess growing up, any like since this kind of falls into that category and like pop culture stuff you were into at all, like yeah, science fiction. Yeah. Which actually, I remember watching event horizon. Pro- I mean, it came out in 97, probably yeah. the year it came out or after when it came out on VHS. And I was like, Oh, this is a space movie. And I was, <laughs> so I would have been like 12, between 12 and 14 at the okay. time. Yeah. Um, enough where I was still able to be scared a lot. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is a space movie. And then all this like, yeah, you know, blood seeping <laughs> from the walls. I'm like, what the hell is this? Duped. I was you like, this is not. Yeah, I got yeah. duped. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Seeing that the beautiful face of Sam Neill on the cover of a box. Really <laughs> Why does he have all those scars? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I love that movie, man. Or uh, it's It's been a while since I've seen it, but I really enjoyed it. It's weird. It's a yeah. weird movie. And I, as I, I was reading about it a lot, you know, for this, obviously, I guess. 
the editing process got crunched from like 10 weeks to four weeks and there's all kinds of issues and they, they wanted to restore all the lost footage, but it's literally like they lost it. Really? It's destroyed. They don't know. So that's incredible. Yeah. The version that's out is not even close to what the director wanted. Is there like a special DVD, special edition DVD? Yeah, but they only were able to find a couple extra scenes and like some of them are just there's only like four deleted scenes or extra uh-huh. scenes and a couple of them are video quality. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if I'll like, I want to do something that gets so fucked up along the way that people talk about it like this. Afterwards. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, people are still, this is in, not at all what I wanted. <laughs> this is not as close to what is, I wanted. Yeah. It's nine bucks on, on Blu-ray. Not I bad. I should pick that up. That's a steal. That is a steal. Yeah, that handsome face of Samuel. I remember because I worked at Blockbuster when I was a kid. Not a kid. I was, you know, 17, 18. But that, remember seeing that box, that VHS box? Yeah. That that handsome Sam Neill. It's a Jurassic Park guy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's the guy from Jurassic Park. Yeah. 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 Uh, Well, Alex, thank you very much. Uh, We're going to come back and talk about Event Horizon. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Clarence Mick McMasters. Hey neighbors, Adam here, and I just wanted to take a quick second before we get back to the show to talk about some stuff. And to do that, I'm sitting here with Nate. Hey neighbors, so we want to talk to you about Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash my neighbors are dead, you can see that we use Patreon to raise funds to make this show. What we may not have told you in the past is Adam and I actually live in two different cities now. Myself in Chicago with Adam in the Detroit area. That means we're putting miles on cars, money on airlines, so that we can get together and keep this show going for you. It's always an awkward thing to ask, I think, to do that, but if you want to donate to the show, if you like the show, if you want to see more of what we're doing, if you want some swag, we have stuff on there, too. You can donate to Patreon.com. We're going to be doing some stuff in upcoming episodes with uh, future guests. We're going to be producing a bunch of cool online stuff that you can get only on Patreon.com, so we're going to try to make it worth your while. And what type of swag are we talking about? Well, we've got t-shirts for donors on there, uh, enamel pins and buttons. We've also got posters. That's stuff that's signed from some of our live shows with our amazing guests. uh, Marty and Sarah from Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. The folks from the Illusionoid podcast out of Toronto currently in their new season, season 10 of their long-running science fiction improvised show that we can't recommend enough that you check out. Um, But so much more than that. Uh, The higher dollar amount you go, the more swag you get. And as Adam was saying, all kinds of behind-the-scenes content that we're currently recording to get to you. That can be stuff like Adam and I providing commentary on movies, uh, extra audio content that would come in between episodes, and way, way more. We're also super open to suggestions on that stuff. If there's stuff that you'd like to hear, that you'd like to see from us, we're really trying to turn it up a notch so we can be delivering more stuff to all you neighbors. Yeah, guys, it's super fun. We hope you enjoy it. We really, really enjoy doing it. Um, So yeah, give us a look if you can great awesome thank you so much and if you can't and you still like the show great thank you just as much uh and like i've said to nate before it is my goal for the show to get on howard stern and have howard stern tell us that we suck 
You got to have goals. I want goals. He hates podcasts, and I want him to hate this one, too. (laughs) Patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead. And now, back to the show. Well, I started, I'd like to start off by thanking you for doing this. Uh, thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited about this. This is, I don't know if we've ever done anything like this before. Um, what's that? I, somebody from so far in, into the future. This is, this is great. Did you find the place? Uh, well, I'm in, I'm in my present. I guess that is true. Yeah. You're in yours and I'm in mine. So I try to remind myself of that every day. Yeah. I live in my present. That's a I think it's a good healthy way to yeah to live. Yeah, it helps me. Yeah. Did you did you find the place okay? Oh, here? easily. Great. I imagine it's way easier to do that, right? Oh yeah, you just dialed in, bleep bleep bleep, you know. That's there. A, that's amazing. Oh, it's great. Uh well, I'm talking to Clarence Mick McMasters. Mhm. Uh thank you again, Clarence. I I oh, it's, it's so great to be here. It's just great to be anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've never talked to somebody sort of with your credentials. This is pretty impressive. Yeah. Because what space? And yeah. I mean, I think space is incredible. It's some something. It can be. Yeah. Oftentimes things can go wrong. And you are an assistant avionics. An assistant avionics researcher. Okay. With the USAC. Take me through that. What is that like? How did, I mean, where do you go to learn to do that? Is that like. You go to space school. Space school. Yep, that started what a about twenty twenty seven. Okay, space school was a was formed. You go to space school, you learn you know to fly in space or how to what flying is in space. So I got a job with the USAC. I figured I wanna I wanna do something different mm-hmm. when I get there. Day one, I gather all my uh, risky move. I admit, day one, I gather everyone around. All my new colleagues, I say, I put on the uh, PowerPoint. They're not called PowerPoints anymore. <laughs> There's extra PowerPoints. But um, I, uh, I threw my power, extra PowerPoint up there, uh-huh. and I, I showed them. I said, guys, why don't we try something new? Birds in space. Birds? Yep. Let's try flying birds in space. Like actual birds? Birds, like real birds. Feathered birds. Feathered birds yep. in space. Yeah, we'd been losing a lot of ships, and I thought, why don't we try something different? Yeah. Why How did not? that go? Uh, I got demoted my first day. <laughs> they, they, I am, yeah. Yeah, I have a lifetime lowest rank designation. Because of the birds thing? Because of the birds thing. That's pretty intense for just- I mean, they never let me try it, so I don't know why. They didn't even put the idea into motion. They just demoted you right away? No. Immediately, demotion. Wow, that's crazy. To, to an assistant avionics- An assistant avionics researcher. I was wow. normal, regular avionics researcher. That's the official title. And they bust you down to assistant. Bust me down to full buck assistant. Wow. So what are your job duties now as an assistant? Um, Not that it's a bad job. It's still pretty impressive. But I mean, being where you were to getting busted down for having an idea. A lot of like sweeping and wiping tables. and Sounds like, a little bit like janitorial work. Yeah. They don't really let me look at the sky very much. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes I'll throw the broom through the air. Oh, my God. Just to feel that. That's terrible. Flight. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I I do try to uh, live in my present. Yeah, and to I keep do yourself healthy, I, yeah. mentally healthy, and I don't want to say I'm stuck in this body, but um, <laughs> I guess I just try to live in my present. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, talk to me a little bit about the event horizon. Well, you were a part of all this. There was. Listen, I'm a dumb guy. Okay. 
Well, I'm a dumb, dumb, dumb guy. But a lot of the people at the USAC, despite me being the lowest rank lifetime, um, are much dumber than me. People above you. Yeah. So Isn't that the way though? Doesn't that want you to it? It is. It's frustrating. Yeah. So you got Dr. Weir, right? Uh-huh. This guy's like, hey, why don't we break a hole in space? And then we'll go to, I don't know, his gobbledygook. This, <laughs> this guy explains it. He puts a piece of paper. He folds it, punches a hole through it, opens it. He says, look, there's a hole in space now that you can go through. And you, when you flatten it back out, it's, it's back to normal. And I was the only one who pointed out there's two holes in that paper now. Doesn't seem like it's back to normal. Right. I was the only one kind of throwing up a red flag, but they just, all they cared about was the bird thing day one. So that's really, I mean, that's yeah. kind of like an albatross around your neck, this bird thing. Yeah. I could never live down the bird thing. They called me bird. Oh, what do you, what do you got to say? Bird man. I said, well, I think that space is kind of fucked up <laughs> is what I have to say. Yeah. But they don't care because of the bird thing. So anyway, and then you name the ship event horizon, which uh, defined as a point in space that you cannot return from. So I thought that there were some issues with the mission to begin with. It seems flawed from the beginning. From the I, very, I don't know anything about space or space travel or yeah, space science. It just, just seems... Well, the USAC, the United States uh, Aerospace Command, is filled with dolts and cretins um, who I guess thought it was a good idea. And Dr. Weir, I mean... What's that like working for Dr. Weir? I mean, he's not a nice man. Yeah. Also, I mean, how I saw him carve a a pentagram into his chest once. And I thought, and people were couldn't believe what happened later. I thought, I we've seen some signs. Right. The red flags are there. Yeah. I mean, his wife uh killed herself. She said, I, I can't deal with the occult anymore. That's tough. He tried to spin it, you know, like I wasn't around. Well, well, you yeah. weren't around, and also you talked about Satan a lot. Admittedly, I mean, I think what he's doing is—I is, don't agree with it, but I mean, if your wife does kill herself, you're going to want to spin it to make you look the best possible. You—you you are going to want to spin it, yeah. Especially if you're just such a toxic garbage person like yeah, he was. I, do you? I mean, as somebody who's studied space, do you think Satan and space really go hand in hand? I mean, obviously not, but I—I'm I, more of a birds in space, hand in hand kind <laughs> yeah. of guy. Less. I try to downplay the Satan and play up the birds. I think birds are pretty. Oh, they're great. Yeah. What but, bird would you like to see in space? For, all of them. All of them? Just yeah. shoot them all up there at once? Yeah. It'd be interesting because um, now I'm literally the only person probably who has ever thought about or looked into this, but what would a penguin be like in space versus an ostrich? What, what about your seabirds, your land birds, and your air birds? Yeah. I mean, we didn't even try get to try one of them. Right. But uh, so Dr. Weir, he builds this event horizon and it's uh, like, why don't we make it look like a Gothic cathedral? This seems, I'm and I, with I, you. there's red flags everywhere. Again, I, I raised my hand. No one called on me, but I still spoke. I said, why don't we make it look like a spaceship? <laughs> yeah, but that seems like, yeah. Lo and behold. You got to do the Gothic cathedral. It looked thing. like a. I mean, you're, what better mood to set than being in the blackness of space than being in a gothic cathedral? I feel like you're going to want bright colors. Bright a colors. Light, a dance floor. Uh, yeah, maybe some greenery, trees. Something. I, I don't know. Some birds. I, I think birds, yeah. Why was the hallway so long, you know, in that? Yeah. There's not even a tram. What's the point? It I seems thought, like an excessively long hallway. It's too long. 
What are your thoughts? I'm not, I'm not asking this to be cute. I, I legitimately want to know. Are you putting birds in space inside some sort of space vessel or are you just shooting them Sh- up into space? And shooting shoot? them out. Shooting them right out. Just shooting them out into space. Yeah. Well, see, these spaceships, they have hatches. So I figured, phew, open her up. Let her rip. Is there any evidence in the biology of birds that would make you think they are able to withstand? There isn't not. I guess you're right. I guess. Let me tell you a secret. Okay. Please tell me a secret. This guy right here, Clarence McMasters. This is this is breaking news. I stowed away on the Lewis and Clark. You did? Mm-hmm. How? Okay, let's talk about that. How did that go? Well, I mean, these people, um, louses, uh-huh. ignoramuses, all of them. Yeah. So self-involved, they really didn't even notice me. Okay. Also, what a... So you were just walking around freely. Oh, I was doing whatever I wanted. Okay. Brought some brought some birds with me, of course. Um so again, and a strange bar to set for a crew for a rescue ship. It's like if you don't have a dead kid or wife, the need not apply. Right. Yeah. So and uh That's what's a strange criteria? It was I thought it was not the best kind of group of people to put together. Yeah. Why don't we get the most fucked up people with the darkest pass? And yeah. have them go rescue the most important ship we've ever launched. I feel like if you want to be a local cop, you have to go through an intense psychological screening process. This seems like... Yeah, at least yeah. like 20 minutes. Right, at least 20 minutes. Yeah, they want to know that you're on the level. Yeah, there's zero minutes there. I mean, if yeah, if, if you're like, you know, dead kid, dead wife, you're just looking for a reason to go. Oh, nuts. you're look, looking for trouble. Yeah. And then uh, what's his name? Captain uh, Captain Miller. Captain Miller. Uh, killed his one crew member. Again, he spins it. Says, sure. Says he had to leave him. Uh, yeah. you, you want the real story? Not this. Wasn't the first time birds have been in space when I took them. This guy and his crew member cockfighting ring on the space station they were working. Is that right? Yeah. They I guess got, in space, there's no law against it. They're, exactly. Exactly. It's free reign. I mean, I thought, but I tried to point out again, raise my hand. Nobody ever called on me, but I thought, yeah. I said, hey, I mean, the birds were there. Why don't you just throw them out? They're like, no, we're going to have them cut each other with razors. So they got into a tiff over some bets that they, and the captain lit the ship on fire. And that is the story. This doesn't seem, it seems doomed from the beginning. I don't even mean the Lewis and Clark. I mean the event horizon. I agree with you. That's probably the most simplistic explanation. There's two holes in space now with this piece of paper. Really, um, space travel in general. Now, I was born in 2020, of course, when Trump was reelected. And I just, I think if they would have let him make that Space Force, none of this would have happened. Yeah. I feel like that, you know, in hindsight, that's probably a good call. And uh, so anyway, yeah. I kind of wish I was young enough to join the Space Force. Well, you're not. I know. I know. I know. know. (laughs) Um, So... Have, have your have your thoughts on space travel kind of soured after all this? Because oh, I like, did. Yeah, I mean, I had such high hopes and dreams, and yeah. I did. I, I brought a, 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 a warbler with me, which is a type of bird. Okay. Um, threw it out into space. Died immediately. It didn't even, it, it did, how long? It didn't last at all. It just, no, just a couple seconds. Instantly died? Couldn't flap, nothing. What are your... I guess, what are some theories that you have that might prolong a bird's life in space? Anything a bird could do? Like if we start messing with its, you know, genetics or anything like that, is that anything you're into? I don't know. 
Yeah, maybe if we just kind of stir a pot of their genetics together. Maybe if we, I don't know, we'll try and crossbreed. But what if we throw a bunch of birds out at once? They talk to each other. And I think if we got the birds together and they figured it out, if the birds figured it out, once we throw, let's say, once we throw, let's say, a couple hundred birds out at once, they yeah. all start squawking. It's going to be a little more residual heat to survive for. Okay, now we're talking science. Yeah, yeah residual yeah. heat to yeah. si- survive in the black coldness of space uh-huh. for a few more seconds. They get to squawk, 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 and whatever they do, I don't know the technical term. Um, bingo, bango. So you're- Fly in space. Based on this theory, you're saying a greater amount of birds will generate more heat. That way they can live a little longer, maybe forming a pocket of some sort of sustainable atmosphere for them in space. Something along those lines. Were you aboard the Event Horizon at all? Did you make it on over from the Lewis? Oh, I Club? went in there. It was yeah, freaks. They're all freaks. It seemed terrifying. I went into the portal. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. What was that like? It was great. Saw a bunch of birds. <laughs> you see what you want to see in there. Yeah. They're also self-absorbed, focused on their their dark, ugh, such brooding types. You know. Yeah. Cut loose. Maybe. I feel like with birds, you don't have time to brood. They're just a, they're beautiful. No, they brood. Yeah. With each other. Right. Um, no, you don't. You just, you appreciate their their beauty and their grandeur and their, you know, they're flapping and they're whatever they do. Um, I guess, I don't, this just, I don't, what do you, what is the scientific goal that you're trying to achieve by putting birds in space? I don't know yet. But I think that's another thing I want to work towards. Is Figuring what, out why you're doing this? <laughs> figuring out why I'm doing it. Um, yeah, because again, um, I try to live in my present right now. My present includes, um, kind of just trying to get birds into space. Yeah. The future may include figuring out why that, why I would be doing that. Any other animals you'd like to see in space? Um, hmm. What other, I guess birds, I guess birds encompasses all types of birds. So no. Okay. I Just like that. birds. Who else can fly? Oh, bats, maybe. Oh, bats in space? Yeah, bats. They can fly. Yeah. So just it, any animal that's that has the ability of flight. Yeah, it's just those two, though, huh? I guess so. Yeah, birds and bats. What else? Is there any other? I don't... I mean, technically, those squirrels that can jump out of trees and glide. Ooh, those are they gross, though. They are gross. <laughs> Keep them away from me and yeah. space. <laughs> bats are used to living in caves. It's kind of like space. Oh, my God. My whole life has been a lie. Well, no. I mean, we just got to rustle up some why bats. Did, why didn't I think of bats? Well, I mean, you were so preoccupied with birds. I don't blame you for not thinking of bats. I blame my... You're, thank you. Of course. Well, But I blame myself. Why didn't I think of that? Again, I'm a stupid, stupid, stupid man. I, not, I appreciate when somebody's humble, but I wouldn't sell humble. yourself I'm not humble. I mean, I think you... Just you, dumb. Don't let the bird thing rally you too much. You're a pretty impressive guy. You've done a lot of impressive. You've been in space. Yeah, I mean, they, I stowed away. They didn't really let me. They just didn't notice the bird man. Well, you, the dumb bird man. Bird man of space. Should have been the Batman, though. Batman in space? Yeah, Batman in space. Well, not the, not, not the fictional superhero. No, 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 but like the real Batman, you. I, yeah, I could have brought the bats. Damn it. Well, I. you know what? I think this is a great place to, I would like to pick this up. Later, after you've 
maybe put bats in After space. After put the bats out there. Yeah. Because who knows? Maybe their wingspans are different. They can generate more heat or friction. I don't know what goes on in space. I've never been. I, I can't thank you enough for pointing me in this direction that I was too stupid and naive and let's say comatose in my, my active thoughts. Were you in a coma? No, it's just my level of brain activity is kind of near comatose at all times. Again, still not even close to the dumbest one at the USAC. That's incredible. What, what, uh, what was your name again? My name's Adam. How do you say that? A-D-A-M, Adam. Adam. Uh, yeah. Thank Well, anyway. Um, Adam Peacock, which my last name's Peacock, which is kind of a bird. That's a, that is a bird. Land bird. Land bird. Beautiful. Gorgeous creature. I say fire a couple of those into space. Let's fire all of them. <laughs> all the peacocks? Can you imagine? I mean, you look at space sometimes. You see some pretty things. Can you imagine if every living, but probably then dead peacock were in space? I think that would be How cool. How beautiful that would be. I can't pronounce your name, but yeah. I mean, thank you for pointing me to bats. Well, Clarence, thank you so much for coming by. This was very enlightening. I'm glad you got to share your story. I look forward to your research. I, I, I do too. I've learned so much today. Thank you. Thank you, Clarence. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself and Nate DeFort and edited by Nate DeFort. Original music is done by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson and our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Clarence Mick McMasters was played by Alex DePula. You can check Alex out on iTunes and Spotify with his record Dolphins Are Garbage. And also coming up on July 1st, catch him in Indianapolis at Open Society. Check their websites for details and times. If you want to support the show, here are a couple things you can do. You can check us out on Patreon at My Neighbors Are Dead. We're also on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors and on Instagram and Facebook at My Neighbors Are Dead. And while you're there, we also have the Neighbors Movie Society. Drop by, tell us about a movie you're watching or a show that you'd like us to do. For My Neighbors Are Dead listeners, you can get one free month of Shutter Access. Just go to their website and use the promo code NEIGHBORS at checkout. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.